Welcome to Meet My Brain, a field guide to Asperger's. I'm your host, the Autistic Woman. This episode is about sound sensitivity, which we also call noise. So sound sensitivity is a neurological condition often experienced by autistics. In fact, sensory sensitivities are considered to be a diagnostic criteria for autism. In an earlier episode, I talked briefly about my experience in the diagnostic interview where I was asked, do loud noises bother you? Because this is such a general question, I didn't fully understand what I was asked. In my mind, I pictured things like a firecracker or other brief sounds. I realized those only last a second or two and said to myself, I can tolerate loud but short sounds like that. So I answered no. You might guess that I really didn't get it. Because sensory sensitivities are apparently required for a diagnosis of autism, which you can guess was the only question I was asked about sound or hearing or actually any sensitivity, I got that raised eyebrow from the interviewer. If you haven't yet listened to the three-minute episode called Wake Up, Stop the Noise, please do. It demonstrates what it's like for autistics to wake up in the morning and maybe all day. It's not an exaggeration. That's what my neighborhood sounds like, although the actual episode is a sound mix. It's hard for me to take. Our ears are a direct channel to the brain. There are thousands of nerves deep in the ear. Sound vibrations get transformed into neurological signals to the brain. That's a simple explanation of a complex process, of course. The brain is wired to prioritize the sound signal. This is learned by habituation, starting as a child, which is a big word that means the brain learns which sounds are unimportant and it basically ignores those so we can focus on what's important. This is a natural process in neurotypicals. As with most things I've observed as characteristics with autism, what is considered a negative impact can be a positive in different contexts. It seems like even though our brains may overreact to certain sounds, and cause pain, it also reacts to sounds we like and can cause really good feelings. Here's an example. One day, I heard a leaf blower outside, and it was extremely loud, and I couldn't take it after only a few minutes. I went to my audio source, which is my TV with the soundbar, and put on Muse at the highest volume with the bass cranked up. Muse makes me happy. I can listen over and over. So it drowned out the awful leaf blower, and I relaxed and felt good that fast. So how is it that I can't take the sound of a leaf blower, but I love Muse at maximum volume? Other than, well, of course, it's Muse. Exposure therapy repeatedly playing an offending sound over and over does not work in autism. Researchers and counselors and psychologists have tried it and been unsuccessful. In my opinion, it's rather arrogant for some to believe they can change our brains simply by trying out ideas that work naturally in neurotypicals. I don't want to hear that anymore. 
One theory was that autistics are sensitive to sounds because we tend to have phobias. Excuse me? A lot of research has gone into the theory of exposing autistics to sounds they hate because it's believed that it works. Does this sound medieval to you? I don't know about you. Me, I don't care how many times you play the sound of a leaf blower or incorporate it into a video game. I will never be okay with it. It is physically painful. A more recent study showed that repetitive exposure actually makes the autistic more sensitive to the offending sound. Now that's something I can get behind. Oh, and earplugs all the time, and why should we have to use those all the time, actually damages hearing because the hearing anatomy is kind of like a muscle, and if you don't use it, you lose it. So keep in mind, I'm speaking generally here. I'm not implying that every autistic experiences sound the same way. Before I knew that I am autistic, I often complained about sounds like, can't they make a quieter ceiling fan? What's the point of a ticking clock? Can anyone sleep with that? Why do car alarms make that awful, horrible sound? No one thinks a car is being stolen. A movie I recently rewatched is the 2005 movie called Noise. It stars Timothy Robbins, is set in New York City, and is a satisfying solution to the issue of annoying car alarms. I recommend the movie. I don't recommend that you solve the car alarm or noise problem in the same way. When I lived in Costa Rica, when I woke up, the sound was deafening. The sound of birds. I'm a bird lover, so this was like music to my ears. Ever notice how birds startle and fly away when they hear a loud sound or maybe even a soft sound? Gee, maybe they don't habituate either. Every unpleasant noise I consider to be a loud noise. I can take a very short loud noise. I recently got a vivid picture of how loud prolonged sounds affects me beyond hurting my ears. On a Saturday morning, the house across the street was having their carpets cleaned. There was some kind of motorized carpet cleaning device in a large truck with one or more hoses from the truck to the house, and the truck was running. The noise woke me up thinking, can't we have one quiet day? I mean, this is Saturday. I had close family visiting who I hadn't seen in a year. It didn't take long for me to start arguing with them, feeling oversensitive, and realizing a meltdown was about to happen. I felt like I couldn't take it. I felt like I was losing it. I was angry and frustrated. I got to where I couldn't think. I couldn't think of anything other than the noise. It was like I could actually feel it affecting my nervous system. Fortunately, my guests left to run an errand. The horrible carpet cleaning sound, which was louder than any other neighborhood noise I've experienced, lasted for three hours. I never want to feel that way again. Now, back in the old days, in 2020 BC, before COVID, we could actually go to a restaurant. Have you ever been in one that is so loud with background noise that you have to shout to be heard by someone sitting with you? What's the deal with that? How do people tolerate it? I avoid those places. What not everyone realizes is that when an autistic walks into a restaurant, we are bombarded with sensory stimulation. Our nervous system is overwhelmed. 
we feel uncomfortable, which only makes things worse for us. We've already worked up our courage to show up at all. We've been thinking about what we're going to say. If we're lucky, we've been there before. If not, we're stressed out from finding the place, worrying about how it'll go, and hoping we will say the right thing. If it's a new situation, we have no picture of what we're walking into. And as the door opens, wham, try to look for someone in a crowded place when you can't hear. The brain saves itself by shutting down at the worst possible moment, and now we don't know what to say. So if you've been going to restaurants for all these years and you're still not used to it, gosh, I don't know what to say. I can tell you that with decades of experience on my part, it's never gotten easier. I found a website at noisefree.org for an organization that is trying to put a stop to endless noise we live with. It's bad for our health, whether we're autistic or not. The website has detailed information about sources of noise, such as lawnmowers, backup beepers, helicopters, dog barking, and more. There's a huge list. Might surprise you. The organization's agenda lists priorities as including prohibiting gas-powered leaf blowers and car alarms and putting time limits on when garbage collection or construction can occur. I like the sound of that. I'm not endorsing noisefree.org, which is called Noise Free America. I don't know enough about it. I do like their resources and information about the effects of noise. I found other websites, including the CDC, that talk about noise. Their emphasis seems to be toward hearing loss, which is an issue, of course. Irritation and pain are what I am most focused on. So yeah, Autistics are sensitive to sound. Offensive noises cause pain, anxiety, and even meltdowns. Sounds we love, like birds or our favorite music, create pleasure. I find this contrast fascinating. And even though I love music, there are some TV shows or movies that I can't watch. You know those kind that have music playing in the background for the entire movie? And I don't mean just at the dramatic points, but through the whole movie. I have to strain to even hear what the people are saying. Some of those movies I actually can't watch. Other autistics are even more sensitive to sound than I am. I realize we're all different when it comes to our sensitivities. This is an important issue, and although it's brief, I did want you to hear about it. If you have any favorite or unfavorite sounds or great ways to handle them, contact me on Twitter at anautisticwoman. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and please check out some of the others. I'm the Autistic Woman. 